Hello, and welcome to Reflections, 5-Minute Encouraging Biblical Stories. We left off at a very important and great story in the ministry of Paul and how he has and is growing in the power of the Lord. We also saw the powerful hand of God to get people's attention. He also uses what is originally intended to thwart him to actually be the driving force behind his plan. How cool is that? Let's jump right in and see what happens next. Acts 13.13 Now, when Paul and his company loosed from Paphos, they came to Persia in Pamphylia, and John, departing from them, returned to Jerusalem. But when they departed from Persia, they came to Antioch in Sida, and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and sat down. And after the reading of the law and the prophets, the rulers of the synagogue sent unto them, saying, Ye men and brethren, if ye have any word of exhortation for the people, say on. Seems like the experience in Paphos really changed Paul's career and his whole ministry. Up until now, Paul and Barnabas have been mentioned together. Now it says Paul and his company. God has made him a leader now and is going to do great things. The dynamic has shifted. All of Paul's searching and waiting to hear from the Lord and taking the little steps that God has opened to him brought him to the next part of God's plan. The same thing happens to us when we listen, wait, and take steps. It is interesting that for the next several verses, we hear very little about Barnabas, and Paul now seems to be the lead story. When God sees that we are searching for him and want to do his will, he elevates us. Also, do you remember the thought about the names and their importance a couple episodes back? Well, it seems like that was a way God was using to distinguish between the old and the new, taking Saul from his old life and life purpose and fully bringing him into his new life and mission as Paul. He has been the same guy all along, but clearly in the Bible, based on the names that it uses, Saul was still attached to his old identity until this point where the Bible makes a distinction and now calls him Paul for the rest of the Bible. Did you notice that they moved around a lot and didn't stay in one place for very long? We don't know anything about their ministry in the other places or how long they were there. The Bible only mentions the one impact during their time traveling was the conversation with Sergius Paulus and showing the power of God to Laemus. Sometimes God sees fit to have us test out a bunch of different steps, but only to have one door be open. Or he could have it be open for a moment, having us do our work there and then shut it again. While this is always confusing, God has things for us to learn along the way and has a purpose for what might seem like extra steps at the time. Did you also notice that John is no longer with them? I wonder what caused him to leave. He went back to Jerusalem, which is where he was originally from. Was all this travel and very little apparent impact having a dampening effect on his ability to assist? Or maybe he had a message to take to the apostles there about the spreading of the gospel into other areas. Did you notice that Paul and Barnabas came back to Antioch? This is where an established church is. Are they coming back to recoup or listen to the direction of God, trying to decipher what is next, having exhausted all the ideas that they had before? Yet, when they get there, they go straight to the synagogue. This is the place that Paul used to be a huge part of. He feels very comfortable here, knowing exactly how the arguments work, what the process for worship looks like. But so far when he has visited synagogues, he hasn't had the most welcoming experiences. I wonder what caused them to go to the synagogue this time. Was it, or could it have been something that God told them to do? Also, why would the prophets and rulers tell Paul and Barnabas to share with the people? Since there is an established church here, and Paul and Barnabas have been part of this church before, wouldn't the synagogue leaders recognize them? 
or was their ministry before solely to the Greeks? What made the leaders think that Paul and Barnabas had something to say or were going to be present and have insightful information regarding the Torah reading that day? Did Paul and Barnabas ask to speak at the beginning? Did Paul tell them his background studying with Gamaliel to say that he has authority on the Torah and validate his reason for needing to speak? Did God just open the leaders' hearts to the idea? It really seems quite odd that this would happen. Also, if I was Paul and with the so far less than enthusiastic reception when going to synagogues, I'm not sure that I'd want to keep coming back. These are some thoughts for consideration. But God has a purpose and a point that the leaders ask them to speak. So it must be really important. Join me in the next episode to find out what happens and why it's important in God's story.